three, two, one. Hey guys, what's up? It's your man Lenny. Welcome to another exciting episode of Wholesaling with Lenny. Guys, I am extremely honored today, okay, to be in the presence of greatness, okay? And guys, I call these guys great because I see what they do. I know what they do. They don't play no games, okay? Guys, two guys buying homes. Guys, we got Josh Manning. We got Evan Ryan. Guys, what's going on? Oh, I'm man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about greatness. I yeah, like I was gonna say that sounds like a big fat lie, but I couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> hey man, we definitely, we definitely appreciate yeah the uh humility. Yeah, 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 we definitely appreciate the humility. So guys, for those for those watching, those who listening in podcast land, you guys, you two guys on the Thrive Real Estate Company. Um, adequately named two guys buying homes, right? Yep. Um, let's start with Evan, right? Because you're a realtor, correct? Yep. yep. So, okay, Evan, let's start with you first, right? So, were you a realtor prior to you two guys starting the company? 10 years, yeah, 2010. We started. Oh, Josh and I started about two and a half years ago, two years, four or five months ago, something like that. So, you know, yeah, 10 years, a decade. Definitely, man, definitely. <laughs> so <laughs> as a realtor and now now building this business out, um, do you think, you know, your 10, well, your eight years before, um, you know, hooking up with Josh, you think that actually helped you out more? than you know normal like normal oh absolutely Absolutely. so in my world so different from josh's world i had attempted myself i probably embarrassingly enough um don't want to admit many times doing this stuff uh without you know somebody with the the elite level that josh knows with construction um and running ops and doing all that like he's done in his past and i'm sure he'll tell you in a little bit uh you know me dealing with contractors i got to the point where i was like i don't even want to do it like i like you know building wealth through this process like i haven't got to the point where i was like you don't do it it's that bad like it's terrible i don't know how to do it i don't know how to talk to them i don't know how to set stuff up i go to seminars i do all this stuff it was as bad for me just to say no i don't want to do it so I was like, you know, at the time, um, I was really in the process of like, how am I going to do this process that Josh and I do now by myself? And, um, you know, I didn't want to just put it to the side. And, um, you know, Josh, you know, Josh and I have been friends since high school. And we've known each other since our freshman year of high school. Um, always been friends kind of connect once a year you know playing golf or something like that through text and i oddly enough got a text through um, my financial advisor who said you know hey josh meet evan and uh let's go play golf us three i want to connect you to and it said josh manning at the top i hadn't talked to josh in like a couple years actually and i was like josh manning is on this text and he's like yeah you know him and i was like you know unfortunately yeah and then we got to talk to uh we got talking about real estate and i think two years later is when we connected um but it really pushed me into this sense of josh has an elite level of developments and ops that i just i don't have you know i'm a, I'm a lowly realtor i know the market type thing 
Um, I, I really understand that end of it. I understand all the theories of real estate really well, but in an applicable sense of the everyday to do-ness of all of that process, I did not have. And I was very on the cusp of just not even attempting to do it. And I'm doing the dishes one day and Josh calls me and is like, hey, man, you know, I, I really, really think about doing this real estate thing, this um, investing thing. You know, we've been talking about what do I do? And when we started talking about the process and doing stuff and he's like, Evan, I don't know anything of what you do. Um, and I was like, dude, I don't know anything what you do. And, uh, you know, let's let's just connect and try one. And, you know, we did, we went and got one that turned into three the next week <laughs> Nice. and turned into seven, turned into 50, turned into a hundred, what felt like overnight. Wow. So, Just like that. Boom. It felt like it. I mean, it really did. It is, really felt like it. I mean, it's is, obviously not overnight, but I mean, we looked behind us and yeah, yeah. I think Josh looked at me one day, he's like, dude, you you know, we own like 70 homes. And I was like, what? <laughs> Just you know, like that. Yeah. Just like that. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So, Josh, so before you two hooked up, right? Evan did touch on ops, you mm -hmm. know, in, in the building as far as that goes. Um, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Or on what, like what I did? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I've always... <clears throat> Like Evan said, Evan and I went to uh, went to high school together. Um, both graduated, which was a miracle. Uh, then and then both went to college, and and surprisingly, uh, both got college college educations. Um, from, yeah, from yeah, advanced degrees. Uh, from there, uh, I went I went and did commercial construction, uh, and so so uh, worked for a company that specialized in. Um, uh, large multifamily hospitality, things like that. Started as an intern, worked up to, you know, project manager, then vice president. Um, and so I was very involved in, in the construction phase of things uh, from, from just the, the, I mean, doing submittals to uh, ordering materials to running crews. And then, and then that transitioned into, uh, the financial side of it and running the company of, you know, of, of a large, you know, uh, you know, 10, 12, $15 million a year uh, company with a couple hundred employees. And then like Evan said, you know, we just, Hey, let's start, let's start buying some real estate. And, and I don't, I don't know anything about what Evan does. I've learned a lot from it, but like, you know, I mean, I, I learned it from our experiences from buying it for this right. price fixing it from this and then hey, hey, hey ARVs for this. But you know, Evan Evan has a special skill in that. He also has patience with it where I don't have the patience to deal on the retail side and deal with the end consumer and, and to deal with that just like he doesn't like dealing with the contractors. But that's what I do. And so I think that's why our partnership works so well because he he stays kind of in, in his lane and I stay in my lane and we just both do what we're really well at. And because of that, we've been able to accumulate a lot of properties and, and generate a lot of net worth for the both of us. Um, and so that's that's kind of the, the background of it is, you know, I, I've always done construction. So I handle uh, the rehabs and the development side of it. Um, and then and then the operations and finances for the company when well, the companies. And then Evan and I, you know, we have weekly meetings with our staff and um, and then, you know, we communicate 
we try to weekly. It doesn't really happen as much, but you know, owner meetings and kind of go over where the company is and what we're doing and, um, and, and then just like, Hey, what are our goals and things like that? And that's just kind of how we've gotten where we are. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's what we call a business. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a business. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I want to like, I want to, I want to hit on is like Evan and I took a, a different approach to, to real estate investing. Like there are a lot of guys that we work with, a lot of guys that you work with that are wholesalers, real estate investors that, are, you know, like, hey, they may own 20, 30, 40 properties and there's enough rental income. They don't have to work a full time job. You know, they can live off of that. And that's like their passive income. And and if they wholesale something great or if they do that, like, great. Like we took the approach on like, hey, we want to build like a legit business. Like we want to have branding. We want to have a storefront. We want to have office employees like we we have we have put a lot of time and effort to build an actual company. Um, so, you know, like, and, and a lot of people don't know that like we have the, the, the multiple kind of divisions and companies within it. You know, we do the, the Evan Ryan team, which does the retail sales. We have the, the, the two guys buying home, which is really like our buy and hold company. It holds most of our portfolio. Um, and it does all of our rehabs in it, but then we have two guys renting homes, which property manages, our properties but then also we're at 100 and i think 165 175 outside doors of other doors that we manage for other investors um and then you know we have the the student housing project downtown we've got uh the storage facility that we're building we've got uh, apartment complexes that we're in design phase on so we really look at our company as like kind of five phases sales buy and holds um property management, development. Yeah, a structure. So there's, there's, literally yeah. a structure company. Because Correct. like you said, I, yeah. and I'm glad you touched on that because so many people run around <laughs> with their heads cut up, right? Right. So it's really road. common in our industry, yeah. Yeah, there's like really no organization, right? And that's yeah. like those that's- are basically like five key points that every business needs. Yeah, that's real estate business, right? So, Lenny, it's so easy to take a seminar, or even in the real estate sales world, to you know get your real estate license. You know, out of all the fiduciary businesses, a real estate agent is like the easiest to get into and the cheapest. It's two week class, take your test, and you're in it, and you're holding somebody's biggest investment of their lives, right? It's easy to become a wholesaler. You can just slap a wholesaler like on your business card, basically. You know, even though Josh. Right. Said, hey, we're going to do one. We didn't just do one. We immediately got on the phone with the lawyer. We immediately got our LLC set up. I mean, we we treated this from that conversation as a business. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. So, like, <laughs> as what would you guys say? Well, actually, I wanted to go into like the niche, right? Because mm-hmm. you guys got a certain niche, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, I sell, I, I wholesale a lot of properties, right? Yep. And you two guys are are the are the guys that I generally see the most that literally buy a property, take it down to the studs, redo the whole property entirely to yep. where when someone actually comes in and lives in that property, they're actually the first ones living yeah. in that property. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, um, I've watched a lot of investors like not do that, and then they wonder why. 
You know, they can't keep quality tenants. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So would you guys say that doing, doing, like using your motto, right, that, that you guys motto, would you guys change that? No, I mean, that's something we've talked about since day one. I mean, so we, we wouldn't we wouldn't change it, but I'd say what we're what we're doing right now is we're adapting to the market. I think I think Eb and I are very good at at adapting. Um, we don't we don't take an emotional uh, approach towards business towards real estate. So um, the Burr method, you know, is is really what you're talking about. Um, I always kind of say like we do it with an asterisk because we don't we don't flip our properties we keep them for you know for long term rentals right uh, and and our, our kind of our philosophy or thought process behind the real estate is is that if we can buy the house right we can gut it to the studs we can update all the mechanical we can fix the framing issues we can do all the new finishes put windows put a roof on it do all that kind of stuff. Then we can we we get a bunch of bunch of benefits from it. You get a property that is basically brand new. You get the value adder of of the rehab that you put into it. So typically, we're able to cash out refi some money for the business. Um, uh, and and then on top of that, we have really nice places that we can get good rents for, and we can provide good homes to good people. And that's and that's kind of like from the beginning, what we always talked about is like, hey, I want to have a property that that your family would be comfortable living in and that my family would be comfortable living in. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe not necessarily the location. Uh, you know, we have a lot of north side properties, but, <laughs> but but the quality of the homes is exactly. there. Exactly. So our, our business has been very burr heavy. I mean, in the two and a half years, I mean, I, I honestly, I couldn't even tell you, Lenny, how many we've done, but I mean, it's well, well over a hundred, mm -hmm. uh, probably 150 would be my guess somewhere right around there in, in, you know, 30 months. But then with kind of the way the things that are, the market's kind of changing a little bit, we're, we're, we're we've bought up some lots and we're doing some new builds. Um, and we're going to keep those for, uh, for long-term rentals as well. Nice. And then we're doing, we're doing more, what I would call lipstick remodels than we've done before. So we've, we're buying ones that just need like flooring and paint, um, and maybe like a kitchen upgrade or something like that. Um, we're a lot pickier on them because it's not our area of expertise. Um, but we are kind of doing that. So, as, I mean, everybody knows, you know, we're working towards a recession. Interest rates are through the roof. Deals are harder to put together. Um, and so, Evan and I have just adapted really well to, hey, we, we've got so many employees. We've got these guys that are working in the field. We have this office staff. We have all this. Like, we got we to gotta adapt to the market. So, would we change our strategy? No. I mean, that is that is why we've gotten where we've gotten. The Burr Method has given us the income. To, to, uh, to do the developments it's given us the income to have an office it's i mean it's it's gotten us where we want to go and honestly it's what we're good at mm -hmm. you know it, it really is i mean it's it's uh it's what we excel at so i wouldn't i wouldn't change it i just well, I mean, yeah no 
It was kind of a long answer, but but no, no, that's, no that's, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that took ten minutes off. The and that, and it definitely, it definitely, it <laughs> yeah. definitely, I yeah. mean, it definitely helped Lenny out a lot because he promised yeah. that exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So Evan, man, um, like, what is, what do you guys look for specifically in an investment property? Uh, you know, I hate to be general, but as long as the numbers work, the numbers work. I mean, when we first started, just like Josh just went over. You know, we really like Josh really loved to gut it and start from point zero, basically, you know, the new because it was actually easier for him because we did one, you know, or maybe property 10. Josh did one and it was like, you know, I wasn't able to take this down to the studs and it didn't turn out the way we really wanted it to turn out because we just lipsticked it at the time, you know, quote unquote. Um, you know, like he said, we're adapting. So it's like, yeah, as long as the numbers work, they work. Um you know, but Josh and I, like maybe not in words or something, but Josh and I go to a house and it's like, yes or no. Like we know, and it's not, sometimes it's, there's not like a specific checkbox lit list. Just sometimes we know like, Hey, this is a house. This is us. This is it. And you know, I, you know, that's not the best business aspect of it. Cause we need a checklist one through 10, you know, check off all the lists. But up to this point, you know, we've, we just can look at a house and go, Hey, you know, there's enough room here. We can do it. You know, it looks like well, us and you it's know. so much repetition. Well, it, it is a lot of repetition. Yeah, a lot of repetition. It's also like really, it, I, I kind of think about it. It, it. Most of the time, like, let's say you send us a property, right? Say it comes from Lenny and you're like, Hey, I've got one, two, three, four main street. You send it over, you got all the pictures and stuff. We'll kind of look at it like, Hey, yeah, we like it. First thing I always do, regardless of what it comes through, I'm like, Evan, what's the ARV on it? You know, what's this thing's worth after we're done, we're done fixing it up. Evan will run comps, send them over to me. He's and 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 this is why I think honestly with this, I I am like the aggressive, you know, go-getter, like I'm the risk taker. Evan is a lot more conservative. And and so like his ARVs, in in all honesty, Lenny, probably in the 150 we've done, he's probably only missed a handful. Maybe, maybe five or six that it's like, oh, we said it was going to be 140 and we got 125 or 130. And so we just, honestly, we go to property. I already know what the ARV is. We walk in it and, and I know from repetition, I'm like, okay, I know what mechanical costs. I know what framing costs. I know what sheetrock costs. And I'll tell Evan, I'm like, well, I think I need 50 grand to do the rehab on this thing. And, you know, he says it's worth this. We look at it and we're like, okay, that makes sense. And then we make an offer on, or we just, you know, we don't even really beat people up on pricing. It's just numbers. You know, if it were, like he said, if it works. Yeah, not, we, not at all. Was, yeah. Uh, it just, it just, I think, I think some people get so caught up in, in, in the, in the numbers and like, just, man, it just is what it is, you know? And, and, and we've, we've done so many of them that I'm not saying we haven't lost money because we have. For sure. I mean, we've bought them and I've, I've went way over budget and I've done, you know, done stuff like that. But that's just part of real estate investing. That's just part of learning about what we're doing. Yeah. But we don't we don't have this convoluted, really, you know, like really uh, um, crazy way of going through and evaluating a property. Like you said, a lot of it is just experience and feel. Can yeah. Do we think yeah. we can get it done for that? Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. So. Evan, I know, I know, Evan. Really, really quick. Um, you, like I said, you've been a realtor for ten years, mm -hmm. and you, you got, you guys, literally put the management company together as well 
twelve, you gotta say you guys manage over hundred twenty something, you know, and still and constantly growing, right? Constantly growing, mm -hmm. you know, every week, every month. In the next ten years, right? Where where do you guys see? Well, excuse me, not Evan, but both of you guys. Where do you guys see this thing going in the next ten years? Because you guys got this thing down pat, right? So I already know there's a five year. Yeah, we have, yeah, I mean, you know, so. we kind of have ballparked our 10, five year and we're, you know, we're such a young company too. We're still learning our, our way in life right now. Um, you know, our 10 years, you know, I'm not, we're not fully going to probably go over it right now, but our 10 years pretty lofty. Like, I mean, we've got a lofty goal um, right. and a, a very lofty goal. Uh, you know, we're in the middle of talking to the team about it. We're in the middle of, you know, talking to lawyers and accountants and bookkeepers and HR companies all about like our growth in the next 10 years, because we we really believe in this thing. You know, Josh and I haven't taken a dime out of this company, actually. You know, for as much as we've done, Josh and I have been very, you know, we see more. We know the growth in it. We see the quality in it. It's not it's not something small. It's and it's something actually really important, not just to our community, but the surrounding communities. You know, I mean, look at look at what Josh has done. And, you know, I mean, we take some excuse the language. We take some shitholes, man. And we may take some freaking shitholes. And, you know, yeah. we've we've there was a time where Josh and I both opened the door and we felt the smell and we uh, immediately closed the door. And as we we're about to barf, we said, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we're taking houses like that and, you know, making them, I mean, go into our homes, man, I'd live in them. You know, that's, I think that's kind of the rule is like, you know, Josh and I wouldn't live in them. They're not ours. You know, we're, mm -hmm. we're making them nice. And Josh is right. We're putting very, you know, very quality people in these places and making communities better. I mean, it, it's not a small thing what we're doing. And yeah, you know, it's hard to know when, you, you know, we're, you know, bitching about, you know, lumber costs and stuff like that. You get mad and blah, blah, blah. But when you have conversations like this and you really think about it, I mean, we're, you know, you're, you're changing lives in this. And, yeah. you know, and I, I told Evan, I told Josh, we was at the REI meeting and I was like, man, I got to have you on the podcast. And he was like, I don't know for what. And I'm like, dude, like you guys are like changing the landscape of this place. What are you talking yeah. about? You know what I mean? Putting good people in the quality homes, changing the yeah. neighborhood, making the neighborhood safer, making people's well, property values go up. I mean, like, yeah. That, that and we're, you know, we can do a unique thing with the client in all aspects of real estate. Like, you know, we don't talk about it much, but, you know, take a seller right now. Like, you know, Lenny, you're a wholesaler. You know, you talk to a seller and you can either wholesale a prop like we can wholesale properties. We can you know, we can help your property manage your property. We can sell your property. We can develop your property. We have such a unique thing that, you know, we can take somebody from point A to point B in their life that, you know, not normal wholesaler and or agent like real estate agents can do. And now that we're getting into like I was born like my real estate career was born in the recession, right? The 08 recession. I got in 2010, the worst month of the worst year, the recession until mm. Missouri. That's when I got in. Right. So like we're going back into a period where people are going to have some hard time selling and making some decisions in life and to say, Hey, look, you're underwater. You can't sell this house, but we can property management for you, or we can make it the way you like it, or we can do all of this stuff. We can really, 
It's just all things real estate, we can take care of people. And that's very unique of what Josh and I do. I mean, yeah. I've done a lot of research on it and it's very uncommon. So, yeah. you know, we can make the world a better place through something just as simple as helping you buy, sell, invest, develop, you know, all invest, you know, whatever it is with real estate. Most definitely. So now I just caught that that invest real quick, kind yeah. of slid that in there real quick, right? So yeah. that kind of expands my mind, right? Mm-hmm. So where like like in in the future, I don't know how far, but Everson invest, like will someone be able to buy shares into the properties? Uh I mean again, I don't Josh and I aren't into the point of where we can like totally go over some of our future goals. We still have a lot of stuff to work out there. That's a possibility. I mean, if you think real estate right now, anything in real estate, look, Josh and I are talking about it and talking about what we're going to do to be able to facilitate, you know, and I'll talk about one aspect because we've already done it a couple of times. You know, uh, people, you know, who want to invest in real estate, who may be a little scared or don't have the total means, we can take you, I mean, we can help you buy a house, fix it up, put it on the market as a rental, put it on the market as a seller. I mean, we can facilitate a you know maybe somebody who doesn't have the means themselves to you know start investing in their future and that's tough i mean that's a tough decision i mean people on this podcast it might be super easy because we do it um but for your everyday joe you know jill and joe or whatever you know that that's tough it's it's hard it's scary you know and with josh's very unique ability that nobody else has you know like this company can go very very far most definitely. Now, going back to Josh and the uh, unique abilities when you guys are talking about the building and stuff like that. Josh, mm-hmm. how do you, and, and he was like, well, I see it, and I know just repetition. I know the plumbing's going to cost seven grand. I know the roof's going to cost X amount of money. How do you stay on budget? Um, I mean, it's a challenge sometimes, to be honest with you, but it, it is, I think a lot of it is just, it's just repetition, you know I mean? And that's, that's exactly what it is. So what, what we've done is, uh, you know, you know, my, my contractor experience, uh, you know, the, the large commercial construction company, uh, the, the money coming into it, billings that you get as a contractor typically take a long time to get, you know I mean? If you're working, you see people building these you know, hospitals, building apartments, doing all that kind of stuff. The guys working on it typically aren't getting paid for like 60 days. So the companies out there that are framing and doing all that stuff are front and payroll for the guys and doing all that. And it's just, it's really challenging. So what we did from the beginning, when I told Evan, I was like, I said, look, I want to take care of anybody that works for us. Like that's, I want to not drag them out on money. I want to make sure everybody gets paid. And so we have always, always paid everybody every single week. Uh, I mean, I've even drywallers get done and work late. I'll meet them on a Tuesday at 930 and give them a check when they're done. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we, we want to take care of the contractors to make sure that they get paid. So I kind of negotiate deals with these guys when they come in and I say, look, I'll, I, I got three things. I'll make sure you always get paid is you never have to worry about money. You never have to go and look for work again. And, and I will, I will keep you busy, but I need you to make sure that I hit these jobs on budget. 
And so like, I, we'll, we'll take a crew and we'll put them on there and we'll tell them like, Hey man, the labor on this is, you know, $20,000 for your part of it. And they just know, like, I got to get it done for $20,000. So that means if they work, if they got to work a Saturday, they got to work uh, overtime or they got to do it, they just do it. And what they've, what, what's happened is that because we pay them every week and we treat them, you know, like humans and, and, and like employees and we take care of them in return, they take care of us. Mm-hmm. And so, and so if I have a project that is going to be, you know, I can tell like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to go over budget on this thing. I can tell the guys like, Hey man, I need some help on this. Can we, you know, what can we do? And, and we can usually get it in line. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you if anything that I'm proud of is it's building the crew that we have and the guys that are working for us. I and mean, we have an excellent staff. Um, I put our guys against anybody. Um, I, I, I really would. I mean, and so that's that our team is why we're able to stay on budget. Our team and, the, and kind of the processes and the things that we put in, in place. That is why we're able to get the things done at the cost that we need to get them done and in the time that we're getting them done. Most this kind of goes on a little bit just to give you an idea though. The most ninety five percent of the properties we buy are are full guts, so we demo them all the way down. I mean, Lenny, you've seen a ton of them yeah. to studs, and then we'll fix if there's termite damage or subfloor problems or any of that kind of stuff. We fix all that. Then we redo all the mechanical, electrical, the plumbing, uh, and then we insulate, sheetrock, paint, flooring, trim, doors, all that kind of stuff, roofs, windows. We pull permits with the city. We get inspections on everything. We get TCOs on the done. So, I mean, it's a legit deal. And we're we're doing most of these from start to finish in 60 days. So, I mean, it's just they're flying on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, the guys are good. The processes are there. Um, we just don't – I don't know. It's just, it really just comes back to the team, man. I mean, it's what it is. It's why we're able to get it done on time and on budget just because of the staff that we have. Yeah, Josh has really built. I mean, just I kind of have an outside looking in perspective on that. And, you know, Josh has really built a great crew on that end. I mean, like phenomenal. Like the guys are phenomenal. I mean, we have a certain culture that is, you know, just amazing. You know, yeah, it's poking fun culture at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Support each other, you know, like, yeah, it's awesome. It, it comes back to just, you know, building the business. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's, right. it's, it's, it's creating the culture and cultivating that mm-hmm. and, and, and you know what I mean? The, the, yeah, I mean, you've known Evan and I for a while, but like Evan and I are very laid back. I mean, we both are, you know, in, in blue jeans and t-shirts and I've never seen Evan without a hat on backwards. And, you know, we, we wear pay dudes onto the job sites and like, I think the guys kind of respect that because like we're, yeah. we'll work, we'll work right side by side with him, but we're also just like them. You know, and we've created this like we want to take care of them. We've helped a bunch of the guys buy properties and rehab them and turn them into rentals. And we've mentored them through that process. You know, Evan's found them houses and then we've sold them to them. And then I've helped them through the rehab process and hooked them up with bankers. And so it's like like we we want to take these. We want to better our employees lives as as they are ours as we go. Yeah, so many people don't treat contractors like people, and it's like sick to see sometimes. And it's you know, Josh really treats them like people. And well, they are, they're our team. They're like, they're, like, they're why we're able to do well and totally respectful, and they work really hard. I mean, they do everything. I mean, we give them, we force them to take time off. I've been on the you know right next to Josh when he's called him and said, "You guys are taking Friday off. You guys killed it. You know, get out of here." Well, we, 
Right. We do, we do barbecues for all the holidays here. And, you know, so we'll have 40 or 50 people come here and we'll play cornhole and, and Evan and I'll cook for them. And, you know, we have big Christmas party where we give away, I mean, just, I mean, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of tools and gifts and every per everybody gets something. And it's just, I mean, it's just to show our appreciation. And I mean, they're, they are contractors, but they don't work for anybody else. You know, they're 1099 employees, but they don't work for anybody else. Um, they're just on our stuff. You know, they, they wear our t-shirts and they bought into our culture and they, they're just part of our team, man. And so, so I'm able to stay on budget again, like Lenny, like I, I can show you it. It's you'd laugh at it, but our budgets are literally like a, a composition notebook that, that I'll say like, Hey, I got $60,000 on this house. And then right. every time we buy something, you know, we do it. I ride it as I'm going down and I keep track of that. And then, but the big, the big thing, man, is the team, you know, that I, I stay on budget because we have an excellent team. Mm -hmm. That's, that's why it's not me. It's not me staying on. Right, I, yeah. I am. I want to make things nice. I want to do things different. I want to, uh, you know, sometimes I want to change stuff, but we've, we've gotten to the point now to where we've kind of systemized everything. So like it's the same paint colors for, you know, doors, trim walls, it's the same windows, it's the same roof material, it's the same flooring, it's the same trim, it's the same doors, it's the same hardware, same vanities. So, I mean, you see our properties online when they get listed for rent. Yeah. Like, you can pick out a Josh and Evan property because it's going to look the same. Mm -hmm. But it makes it quicker to rehab. Our guys know they don't have to call. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. So, it's just... It's just getting those, and and, and we've we've gone over budget. So don't I'm not I'm not yeah. gonna say we have yeah. We've 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 we went to closing yeah. and wrote checks to get yeah. houses refied, and uh, <laughs> I mean we've done that multiple times. But it's just we're gonna we're gonna nine out of ten times we're gonna hit it right. Eight out of ten. Times nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um, I know you guys do. Okay, so last year. Last year, I believe it was last year when I met you guys. You guys had like a hundred homes last year. Yeah. Right. And that was like the summer last year. Uh -huh. We're we're not in the summer. We're not in the summer of last year anymore. Um yeah. how many guys how many guys how many properties do you guys currently hold? And I, I don't know if you guys has started out of state yet or like how many properties do you got now? And have you started out of state yet? And, and how do you feel about out of state investing? Yeah. So I'll take this one real quick. Um, so right now we've got uh, roughly like 60 units, 60 doors. Uh, we have sold somewhere between 65 and 70 this year. Um, so, I mean, we had, 130 or 40 or something like that. And we've sold, we sold off. I know, yeah, I'm, 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 I know somebody bought, so 52. Yeah, yeah, well, we sold 50 in a one package deal. Right, to, right, right. So we, what, what we did is we we took the, we basically took the, the sale from that big package deal and from the others and we've rolled them into different asset classes. So kind of like I was telling you earlier, we've got a, uh, a uh, 240 unit storage facility on 10 acres on the south side of Springfield that we're currently in the in the phase of construction on. Uh, we've, we're going to start setting buildings in the next couple of weeks, so that'll be open to the public um, by April of next year. Nice. Um, and then and then we haven't told a lot of people about it, but Evan and I bought three and a half acres over off of like the Sunset and Campbell area. 
uh, and we're working through the design phase on um, <coughs> 40 unit, like very modern apartment complex with a gym and an outdoor dog park. Oh, yeah, it would, it'd be really great. So we we kind of took um, we we took some of those properties, sold them, and then and then just moved moved that into some different asset classes. Um, I think we've kind of talked. I don't think we're going to sell a whole lot for this year. We've got a, you know we want to we want to keep a, a fairly large portfolio, and then we've also just got enough development stuff going on right now that there's probably not a need to to sell to roll into that. So exactly right. Um, I won't answer for Evan. I'll answer for myself. Out of state, um, I, I would would not buy any burrs out of state. I'm too hands on and, and need to be in control, and I need to know the contractors, and I need to be right, right. where I go. Uh, right now, I've been working on taxes and all that, you know, crappy end of the year stuff that you got to do. But most of the time, year round, I'm on every job site that we have daily, um, and so like I've got to, I got to be boots on the ground. I got to see what's going on. Um, and, and I, I can't do that, um, if it's out of state. So I would buy a, uh, I would buy something that was stabilized probably from an investor that we knew or something that was a good deal that was already stabilized. I would entertain that. But I think right now for what we're doing, we don't need to look out of state. I mean, maybe eventually, but exactly, exactly, man. There's, that would be, there's a lot of things going on, you know, there right, is. right where we're at. Yeah, especially with our with our development side, you know, I mean that's a that's a big thing for us. These larger apartment complexes and the storage units and yeah. uh, so, the, so, know, so basically the ones that everybody's running around crazy trying to buy, you yes. can build them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a problem in the market right now and that there's no land available. All the land's been bought. I mean, this is conversations that are having very high ups like people are having is that there's no land to buy. Yeah. There's land to buy, but it's really expensive. Like yeah. days of a $3,000 acre is gone. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, yeah. all the Kardashians of the world have gone to Wyoming and they've bought it. Exactly. It's like yeah. $70,000 an acre. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we had the discussion early on is like, there is no more acreage. And if we're going to do something, we're going to have, you know, and again, luckily to have Josh, you know, this is just down his wheelhouse, you know, it's like, you know, we're going to have to build, we're going to have to develop, you know, there's, there's not a lot of left. So if we're going to do it, we need to do it now. Mm, definitely. That's a pivot. And, and that's a, and that's a, that's, and that's a pivot, right. That's, that's going to like, kill the game right that's the pivot that's going to change the game bring way more houses to springfield right and mm -hmm. you know like multi-unit yeah so the housing community in in springfield is is really interesting just because you know yeah it's COVID and like the demand's been really been really high for the past two years but we have a uniqueness of high demand considering you know we just added ten thousand jobs with amazon right like amazon right. just plotted itself in between Springfield and Republic, right? You know, boom, there it is. And, you know, 35% of my sales last year, and I'm pretty sure it's a pretty common across the whole market were buyers from California, Arizona, um, Washington, you know, those states, they're, they're coming here. And, you know, so not only are we buying homes out of state, people are coming here to buy homes and that makes our land even less scarce. Yeah. So the idea of us putting, you know, Josh building apartment community is very appeasing for us because it fits the model. 
it fits what will we do what springfield is going to need in the future this i say springfield but springfield and surrounding areas um because i don't think this you know little demand is going to stop for our area it'll slow down with the interest rates but you know it's going to keep growing it's not it's not slowing well and it's also just another another way to diversify our company yeah you know i mean that's we we kind of want to be the full full turn real estate company so like we'll always always burr single family real estate that single one to four family will always be a part of our a part of our business our culture everything that we do but if we can throw in some new build apartments throw in some storage units and kind of do that that's just a Mm win-win you know and so that's kind of kind of we look at it as just a a uh, a subcategory and another stream of income another um just another division of what we're doing mm-hmm. so it's not to take away from the real estate investing and from from the burrs it's just it's really just to add to another another development another piece of our business most definitely man most definitely i mean it, it's, it seems like everything is like everything's full of steam everything's everything's going well you guys got the family like i i I can't even at this point how you explained it to me i can't even call these guys like a team anymore because like everybody's just like a family right yeah because even like you were saying josh like people wearing t-shirts like everyone has consumed the culture right Right. so which makes makes chips man you know when when everybody's on board when the leader's not assholes, right? When the right. leaders love what company are we talking about? One to see, <laughs> see. Well, the leaders aren't assholes. Two yeah. guys buy homes right there. So yeah. at the bottom yeah. of the screen, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So um it it balances out so well, right? Because you guys complement each other so well, right? It's kind of like yin and yang, itchy scratchy. Yeah, you know what I mean? To where yeah. you guys are literally working this thing out and scaling this thing, right? For somebody listening right now who mm-hmm. who who don't know, right? They may be at work and they may be looking at their 401k or they may be looking at some GameStop that they bought. And, you know, they, 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 they may be trying to get into the real estate industry. Where would you guys say be a good start from someone's just beginning? get started i mean it's really like you know it's making that first action and that first action is usually just making a phone call to somebody like for me i'm the real estate agent you know make a you know make a call to the investing real estate agent or a friend that you know that invests or i mean call us i mean shoot we're on the phone constantly you know give us a shout you know call lenny you know like that's the, the the thing that gets the first domino is to make that first action and it's not you know, talking to your significant other necessarily. It is, you know, make that phone call to somebody who can point you at least in the right direction. You know, it's that little first domino. I mean, you know, like Josh calling me and saying, hey, dude, I'm thinking about investing. And then, you know, three months later, we look up and we have 20 homes. It's insane, you know. Right, right. It's just just go do it. You're going to screw up. Let's just go do it. Yeah, that's 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 exactly it. I mean, it's if, if it's your that first time investor, I mean, you got to do a little bit of research. You got to you got to learn some things. But but man, I mean, like Evan and I had maybe two or three conversations before we bought our first house. And we we met with a, a really good friend of ours that is a banker. 
and, and said, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Um, what is your underwriting criteria? Like, how do I need to, how do we need to evaluate these? So that way, when we put the money in for the purchase and the rehab, we can get the money back. You know, I wanted to make sure that we could go to the bank and get that done. Right. And, and, and so he kind of just outlined that for us. I was like, okay. And so I told Evan, I was like, well, we got to buy something that this works on. And that was kind of how we first started evaluating the properties was off of that. Um, but, but I'm, I mean, Lenny, from the time we had our first conversation, so we probably signed the first dotted line was, was a couple of weeks. I mean, it was, yeah. it was unbelievable how fast it went, you know, and I, I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of, and I know Evan does too, a lot of people that, Hey, I got a, a family member who wants to get in a, re- a real estate investor. I got this person, you know, can they call and talk to you? Can they do this? And I'm like, and I'm always like super willing to do that because, uh, I'm a very high maintenance guy and I call the, the guys that I look up to that are mentors to me. I call them bug a lot. Um, you know, and, and so I, I wanted, you know, I, although I don't think I know a whole lot, I want to be any kind of help that I can. And, and I get a lot of people that are like, yeah, I'm, I'm researching like A properties and B properties and C properties. <laughs> are you like, what about this street and that street? And, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, guys, I don't, I don't ever look at that shit. Like if the numbers work, some of our biggest home runs have been in the worst part of towns, areas I would never stay tonight. Um, to me in Springfield location, you know, and I granted other places, locations, not great. Uh, or not, not a huge factor for us. Um, I, I mean, I, Evan hit it on the head, man. I mean, I think if you're, if you're new into real estate investing, you want to get into it, you know, you need to, you need to understand what real estate is. You need to get a few things in line. Like where's the cash going to come from? Are you going to rehab it? Are you buying something stabilized? If you're going to burn it, who's going to be your bank? You want to talk to an attorney um, you know, so you can get the, the legal entity stuff set up correctly. Um, you want to have some contractors, but, but other than that, man, I think people just spend too much time researching and doing, uh, whatever. And they just don't ever pull yeah. the trigger, you know? And, and, yeah. and, uh, I always tell them, you know, it's like, it's like knowledge is, is not power unless you put it to use. So it doesn't matter if you know all this stuff, if you don't buy some. Yeah, and so, it's almost paralysis at a certain point, too. It is. It really is, yeah. Josh and I, you know, luckily for us, you know, we are two smart guys, but we're just dumb enough not to care. You know, like, we just have that little too much, we're a little too dumb that we're just going to go do it. Like, you know, oh, there's the car, I'm a dog, and I'm chasing it. Like, you know, we, we do have that instinct. And, right. you know, fortunately for us, it's helped us to not look, you know, overanalyze anything. We just go, oh, yeah, shiny object, run you know, and, you know, that's good and bad. Um, but for just doing it, you just got to do it. it. You know, you're going to lose money. Like it's an investment. You you know, there is no saving. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Lenny, you're just talking about, you know, deals that you're doing this week. You know, I mean, you've been wholesaling for a long time. You're a seasoned investor. And, and I mean, you know, you're like, man, I just had this crap happen to yeah. me. And it's right. You know, you just, it, it that's just part of it. And it's, it, getting out there and, and, and getting your feet wet and doing it. And I mean, you want to, I, I don't want to say like, just jump in like, and, and just like the first house you buy. I mean, you want to, you want to have some kind of education towards, towards real estate investing. You want to know, you know, how the financials work and how to evaluate a property. And, and the big thing is how to get it financed. And that's, that's like what I learn a lot talking to these guys is, is, is they don't understand the numbers. 
you know, and, and if you talk to like our bankers that bank with us, you know, a lot of them will tell you that like Evan and I are professional borrowers in the fact that like when I, when I bring a deal to them, it's like, it's all put out in a spreadsheet. It's got all the numbers wrote. It's got what our taxes are. It's got what expenses are. It meets their underwriting criteria. I can show all of it. Like I don't, I don't go to the bank and, and just say, Hey, I want to buy this property and then let them try to figure it out. Like I do all the financial work on the front end of it. Mm-hmm. And, and so that would be a big key part to start with is, is understanding the numbers. Um, you know, when you, when we learned this with Lenny, when you do buy a house before you buy it, make sure it's still there. Oh gosh. For absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. For the one-on-one guy. It's not funny. Yeah. It's for sure. hundred percent. That lesson there. That lesson there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was, yeah. that was, that was another, that was another and, lesson. And we should have took the sign that we couldn't get in. Yeah. Right. Right. We took that as a sign and walked off. Yep. Hey, did you know what? <laughs> yeah. As much as much as that deal sucked and it was and it cost us twenty thousand dollars, we got through it. We're we're it currently living, we're we're just broke ground on a brand new new build on it. So we're we're we got excavators out there digging up. We're gonna put a three bedroom, two bath, one car garage, new house on it. And technically we're gonna make enough that Evan and I aren't gonna lose any money on it. So right. it was a, it was a shit, but it turned into a really, it turned into a great yeah. thing, you know? Right. Um, it's a great story. We'll always be able to tell the story. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I told a dude the other day, dude was like, uh, what dude that put on, he had put on Facebook. Well, he had sent a buyer out. He had a property in Louisiana on the contract. I had a buyer in Florida to where she could drive to the property and see it. So she drove to the property to see it. She couldn't get in. She went twice. She couldn't get in. So the same person who had that property was the same person who I JV with who called me on the JV. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, hold on, wait, bro. I was like, I, like, did, did you know that? He was like, I didn't, I didn't know that. And I'm like, I'm sure. But I was like, now, whenever we see a house in this condition, let's call the city first. <laughs> let's yeah, call yeah. the city before we even oh, yeah. lock this under contract. Let's yeah, call yeah. the city. See if it's on the list. See what we got to do to get it off the list. Because it's, and honestly, you know, it, it opened up a whole nother avenue for us in our business. You know, where we deal with them a lot on blighted cases, and um, you know, it's it's really become an area where we have other investors that have called that's been in that situation and say, "Hey, I bought a I bought a house that they're getting ready to bulldoze. It's a blighted case. The city's giving me X amount of time. We can't do it. Can you know? Can you help me out?" And Evan, I've went in and bought houses. And, and then we'll go down to the city and negotiate a deal with them and we'll get them fixed. And because we've done so many of them, you know, they've been they've been a lot more willing to work with us. You know, the city's goal is not to to bulldoze down homes. You know, they want they want guys like us and other real estate investors to fix them up. It's just it's just uh, it's just tough, you know. No doubt. So, guys, Antonio Suarez, this guy is awesome. Um, guy here, he got he got a rehabilitation company in Springfield. These guys do it all. Um, he said, "Will you guys touch on securing funds for rehab after purchasing?" Yeah. So, um, Evan for for funds for rehab. Yeah. So Evan, Evan and I were really lucky in the fact that um, you know we we 
were fairly connected starting out with with some people that had money and for some reason were willing to lend us money. So we started the traditional like um, hard money route. So the first probably, you know, man, 70, 80 homes that, that we did, we used all off of private hard money. Um, we would, you know, we would borrow the, the purchase and the rehab funds from them. Um, and then we would rehab them, we'd refinance it and then pay them an interest rate back on it. Now that we've got a, a you know, a company and we can show income and stuff like that, we've secured uh, acquisition lines of credits with our, with our banks. And so we currently don't have any, any private money out at all. We use all, all financial institution funds for, for, for loans. So, but starting out, man, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, shoot, we bought $10 million of real estate using other people's money. Um, I mean, it was un unbelievable. So, uh, but then we moved cause it's cheaper, moved to banks. It's a little bit easier. The process is, is better. Um, and, and, but the, the, the hard money was, was the route we started with. Mm -hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I was uh, thinking about um, hard money too. And, you know, yeah. there's, there's a few qualifications for hard money. Um, and nowadays for real, there's like hard money lenders now that are kind of like, look at the deal and be like, Oh shit, the numbers work. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, know? you know, and something that I think Evan and I did, what, what we found was we started with like, you know, same heart money lenders that probably most investors in town were using. But then once, once we started doing these and we're making Facebook posts and people are seeing what we're doing, you know, like other people that we are connected to that don't know anything about real estate, you know, they'd be like, well, why are these people lending you this money? You know? And then I explained to them, it's like, well, you know, if you have your money in the stock market, it's up and down, it's crazy. And, you know, if you lend on this real estate, we'll give you whatever, 10 to 12 percent. You you go on the deed as a as a mortgage holder. And if something happens, worst case scenario, you end up with a product with a property that you can turn around and sell. Base case, best case scenario, you can we'll flip it in 90 days. You'll make the money. And then if you want to reinvest it, we'll do it four more, three more times that year for you. It's less risk, more guaranteed return. And you're, you can see your money working instead of just having it in the stocks and hoping that it goes away. So we started having people that were not hard money lenders that had nothing to do with real estate that just looked at it as a, as a passive way of investing funds. Mm -hmm. And then that gave us the idea of like, well, we're, 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 you know, like, well, yeah, man, we'll just, we'll just talk to anybody. You know, I started, Evan and I, it'd be funny. We'd listen to each other in our offices and people would be like, Hey, what can we do for you? Be like, Hey, you got a hundred thousand dollars. You can lend us, you know, like Evan always, Evan sent emails to people all the time and end it with like, can I borrow 500 K? You know, <laughs> just stuff like that. But, but you know, it's all joking, but honestly, yeah. man, it really know, just kind of opens doors. doors, like tons of doors. And, and it just, I mean, we, it, like one of our best hard money lenders is just a gentleman who's retired, you know, has done very well in his life. And honestly, he's just bored, you know, like he wanted to do mm -hmm. something different. And, you know, we told him about it and, you know, he said, let's do one. It's just like me and Josh started. It's like, let's do one. Then he's doing three with us then he's doing five with us. And, you know, like in the era of like 2% interest rates, you know, they were not making money in their bank account. And it was an easy, I guess you could say an easy sell, in the sense of like, hey, you're going to make five grand per, you know, $100,000 you lend us. And yeah. 
that's a no brainer when there's 2% interest yeah. in your bank account, right? Like no brainer. Yeah. Well, and, and Lenny, the thing too, that, that I want to hit on with that is like a lot of people are, Oh man, hard money is so expensive. And, and like, you know, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Yeah. I mean, but the truth is, is that and this is how Evan and I have always looked at it. If, if you work with good wholesalers, that that can get good properties at, at the good prices and aren't trying to make thirty forty thousand dollars every time and they sell you a good property and you know what you're doing then then you can buy a house at a good price rehab it correctly refinance it still pay off your investor and and cash out refi money and you can do it with putting no money in out of your own pocket I mean, when I said earlier, Evan and I, I mean, we did over $10 million with private money in real estate, never put a dime out of our own pockets, always cash out refi stuff, and all of our investors made money. So wholesalers made money, we made money, investor made money. And it's all because we bought good deals, you know? And so I was never worried about the guy making three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 because as long as we did our jobs right, we all made money at the end of the day. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day. So. Exactly. I tell, yeah. I tell people, I tell people that too. Uh, but actually, um, Antonio said, "Are you guys looking for more crews for real?" Yeah, always, hundred percent, always. Yeah, always, yeah. Antonio, always. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, I don't know if you can put it out there, but you can, he can hit me up on Facebook, or you can give him a phone number. Yeah, or I, I, I got you. Yeah, yeah for I got sure. You. I got you, Antonio. It's going down, sir. Yeah, we, um, we're always looking at, at you know our. I didn't really hit on it earlier when you were asking about our goals, but like Evan and I have got some very, very ambitious goals. Um, and, and I want to double or triple the size of our crews. Um, you know, I'd like to be doing a hundred homes a year, uh, you know, and so we're, we're for sure, for sure looking um, to, to, to add people on. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. ETS renovations. Is that what he said? Uh, KTS. Yeah. Okay. KCS Renovations LLC. Yeah, I, I met him at that, that property I bought right there at uh, 501 uh, West Avenue okay. on the corner. Yeah. He actually bought a property around the corner from it. Him and his girl had rehab, fucking everything. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, I have your number, Josh. Is that that? Is that that commercial? Josh, he said, uh, I have your number. I did a demo for you on South. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> absolutely, yeah. It's going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought when I saw the KTS. That's what I was. That's what I thought. <laughs> no doubt. But guys, really quick, man, before we go, right? Um, yep. <clears throat> I don't know how big you guys are, but I know you guys learn a lot. You're always into it. Give me three books, right, that you guys would recommend for the audience. Only three, Josh. You go on first. Let me think. <laughs> um. Well, we over here. Three, three, three books for the audience. So I'm gonna go. I'm sure everybody else in your podcast says the same. I'm gonna go with a really good pick for the uh, uh, Richard Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. Uh, my funny story when I was like 14, my my parents owned some real estate, um, and my dad, my dad actually paid me like 50 bucks to read that when I was like 14 because I was not into reading at that time. And he was like, man, this book will change your life. Like you need it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not into it. He's like, I'll give you 50 bucks. I was like, I'll read it twice. You know, Josh money. Do what? Give Josh money and a Kit Kat. will do it. Oh, dude, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
I, that that is a that is a classic that I like. Um, another one, but uh, Gina Wickman's the traction. Um, you know, Evan Evan and I actually do the uh, um, the training with them. We actually like bring our whole management team in, and we've hired them as a as an outside consultant. Um, but for anybody that's looking to like really get an operating system in place to run your company. Traction is a is a really really good book. Uh, Evan and I had both read it prior, and I, I was a fan of the E Myth. Um, and and I said, hey, we should look into something like this. And then Evan said, what about Traction? And I was like, oh yeah, dude, read it, great book, I love it. We both reread it. We reached out to him, and so we're doing. We we actually like meet with a lady uh, every every month. It's getting ready to switch to quarterly, and it has been a game changer um, um, for us. So. Um, so yeah, so so rich dad poor dad traction by uh, by Gina Wickman and then um, um, cat in the hat. Um, do what? Cat in the hat. Cat in the hat. Yeah, man. Green yeah. eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I know there's I got another one. It's on Evan. You go and I'll think of it. So I'll think of it. There's my first one. one is Think and Grow Rich. My mentor in college. Um, was worth every penny I spent on college. Uh, told me to read that and figure out what the secret is in the book. That was a game changer. So that's the first one. Can't yeah, hurt me. First chapter. What's that? You stuffed it. I was, I was being a smart ass. No, you. <laughs> I said, they tell you in like the first chapter. You don't need to read the rest of the book. I listen on Audible, asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, can't hurt me. Phenomenal. Love that that's book. Then Shoe Dog, Phil Knight, one of the bet. Like, so I read that a long time ago, didn't think anything of it. And then Josh and I, with our ups and downs, you know, um, we're talking like 10, 20 million dollars and stuff that we've done in real estate. But Josh and I have had some really tough times, you know, no, for sure. here really late at the office, just trying to figure stuff out before. And I'm pulling that book off and just knowing that the guy that created Nike, this multi billion dollar company, right. had way worse nights than us. And, you know, that it was just kind of nice to know, like, oh, this is a part of it. We're not just idiots. Yeah, definitely, man. Everything, like I I tell everybody, everything, like, you get everything in this business by actually doing the business. Yeah. Right? Like, like we were saying, like, some of this stuff you can't really, you can't, some of this stuff you can't prepare for. Yeah. Yeah. And that that book. That book's really cool because you're listening to a billionaire tell you his inner thoughts of growing this business. And it's, it's, you know, it's almost kind of comforting. It help, helps me sleep at night going like, Oh, it, this is just, we're supposed, this is supposed to be happening. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. I used to read a lot of the Grant Cardone stuff. Uncle G. I, I absolutely love that dude. And uh, I read, I read every one of his books when he, when he first, you know, started publishing stuff. Nice, perfect, perfect. Well, guys, really quick, man. One, uh, you know, we like to do. You know, I just incorporated a few episodes ago. Uh, We like to do a a final thought, right? Final thought. Keep everybody, you know, with something on their brains into the next uh, episode, right? So, which one of you guys want to get a final thought? Evan, with a final thought? Huh? Final thought? Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> pass. Josh, final thought. 
Yeah, yeah, I can take a final thought. Um, I mean, I guess one, Lenny, thanks for thanks for uh, uh, putting us on here. Um, I, I feel sorry that you couldn't find anybody else to 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 take an hour of your time tonight. You know, um, again, you know, I think I think the thing for Evan and I, we both we both love real estate. Um, mm-hmm. We we're, we're passionate about what we do. Um, we, we care deeply for the people that work for us and, and for our community and what we're doing. Um, you know, and, and I think, I think we have been successful because, uh, we treat people the way that we want to be treated. Um, and we just, we just always, I mean, not to sound cliche, but we always just try to do the right thing. You know, we we don't deals we close even when we probably shouldn't close mm-hmm. uh, you know and we just we just genuinely try to be decent human beings that's just yeah. I I think that's, that's our, our our business in a nutshell and it's very true i guess it's absolutely very true yeah no doubt man well man you guys you guys are building you guys are buying you guys are holding you guys are creating the value in the neighborhood you guys yeah. are hiring right um you know hiring feeding, yep. feeding families and you know on my part i tell people you know if i go get a property on the contract i'm not the only person that's going to eat off me getting this property under contract right. the property, property got to go to the buyers and the crews get paid the plumbers get paid the city get paid like everybody gets paid you know off these transactions so um you know like i i in the next two years five years however to go you know i just hope i can actually kind of be where you guys are at on your worst day okay so so you'll get there man you'll be there super soon and our worst day is pretty terrible so don't wish for that yeah you know that's why i always bug you guys (laughs) yeah yeah, hey, you want to feel better about yourself? Call us. You can. <laughs> you can. Do you this. Hey, Jay just said, "What's up, Lenny?" Hey, you know what, what up, Jay? But yeah, guys, man, thanks, guys, thanks for coming on, man. Um, I do got some deals. Shoot your weight though, um, okay. too. By the way, so we gonna get it in, fellas, yeah. guys. Thanks for coming to the podcast, guys. This has been another episode of Wholesaling Winnie Lenny with Evan Ryan and. Josh Manning of two guys selling homes, two guys renting homes, as well as you guys are looking for properties to rent in the Springfield area. And if you got some properties you want to sell, definitely hit these two guys up. And it is going down. Kobe, thank you. Hey, Kobe, man. Kobe said, thank you, guys. Kobe, you are very welcome. Thanks, Kobe. No, God, no doubt, guys. No, once again, man, thanks for coming. And I'll talk to you guys soon. See you, man. Thanks, Peace. Lenny. Peace, no doubt.